Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And today we're talking The Legend of Vox Machina from Critical Role and Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime brings you these guys' Dungeons and Dragons games. Yep. Um, So yeah, let's just get, let's just dive head first right in. Um, I was not a, a, a critter. Oh yeah, I'm no. still not. I guess I'll say. Yeah, no, I so I um, I, I I'm a big fan of D and D internet media. Yeah, out me there. too. Like I I, I like the D and D is for nerds. I like the Adventure Zone. Um, I feel like there's one more big one that I'm forgetting at the time. Oh, uh, Dimension Twenty. Um, 20 um oh, there's a bunch of them though there's like nerd poker yeah and, yeah the, but um there's the ones vin diesel did there's the one yeah, uh, nobody Trevor nobody, Ann Wall nobody did. watched the vin diesel one i did but <laughs> you fucking loser i don't even like vin diesel that much <laughs> but uh yeah i'm a big fan of that but um uh, i've tried to get into critical role multiple times uh but uh, their format is just recorded streams they've done, and there's not like an edited version of it. So each episode is like four hours long, and then they have like 180 episodes or something yeah, like that. It, it's a daunting and, task to yeah, join I, the I, Critical <laughs> Role fandom. Um, I, I, I've given it my best shot. But as like, have I. I, I I've I tried multiple it. times. I feel, sit down and watch them yeah i feel like if you got in on it pretty early it would be a really cool thing like once a week yeah like, oh, it's it's time to watch the stream and, and everything. like it'd be for me personally at least it's much easier for me to sit down and, and listen to a, a one to hell even two hour podcast than mm-hmm. it is for me to put on a even a recording. Yeah, screen. yeah, yeah. I I was really surprised when I found out they didn't have an audio only version yeah. of the show. But um, it, it, it's hard, and I I, try. I I still haven't been able to. I'm um, I'm still trying because of this show. I just started, and I finally got to the point where I've actually listened to like a full episode. But I figured out when. 
uh, the plot of the show, the Briarwood arc. Yeah, starts. when that connects yeah. to it, when that lines so, up. I started there. I finished the first episode of that. I feel like I could go for a second one, but I'm not like one thing that has always bothered me, and it and it comes up in the animated show as well. Is there's and this isn't to disparage fans of the show or the show itself, but there there is a certain I don't know what it is, a, a, a fakeness to the show. It feels very performance. Yeah, I, 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 I get what you mean. It I feels think a, less like a like a group of people having fun playing D and D, and more like actually professional voice actors mm-hmm. playing into characters that yes, they made, but they are treating them like character job kind of things. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. I feel that sense. I think a lot of people disagree because I think that's yeah, one which of is the, totally fair. They they I, have much more experience yeah, in the area than I do. I, I think that's one of the selling points that they're like, oh, this feels so real and natural, especially without all the editing and the right. stuff like that. That it's like this is an I'm like absorbing an at home. Uh, Right. I might game. as well just be sitting around with a group mm-hmm. of friends, but not playing. Boy, you're yeah, to see, them playing si- silently listening to a game around me. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I, 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 I get what you mean. Um, I, I, I don't I, know. I, it's not everybody, but especially what is it? It's the Barbarians voice actor Travis. I was gonna say Timothy, and then Timothy <laughs> Chalamet. <laughs> yeah, Timothy Chalamet should play a barbarian. No, Timothy no, uh, Chalamet. I think it's Travis. Bland as shit. The voice that he does for Grog gets on my nerves, and I know that it's different in the in the actual show, and it's different in the campaign. Either voice bothers me. I don't know yeah. what it is. It, maybe it's the cadence of it. Maybe it's the inflection that he does. But something about that voice that he does just aggravates me uh i i don't get that but i will say that is the most this is a voice i'm putting yeah. on of like any of the other characters even um, potentially matt mercer who is always putting on a voice yeah 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 um but uh i i, I don't get the same sense of like oh that's like annoying or aggravating no i get anything. that but i get, I, I get exact i i know exactly what you say it just um, feels very um I get a very similar sense to certain parts of Critical Role that I do to Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it feels like a like a like a straw man set up to be like this is what the archetype of what we're doing should look and maybe sound like, but there, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. There's not a real person in there. Which damn, I'm being mean to Jimmy Fallon. Well, I mean, that's Jimmy Fallon. I feel like you're being more mean to Critical Role, comparing them to Jimmy yeah, Fallon. Yeah, look, fair enough. And, and like I said, um, well, I have tried many times. I, I am not that well-versed in Critical Role. That could just maybe be a first couple episode thing. And if I, I think I it very through, much, it, it would stop. I, I think yeah. it very much is, because I found a lot of the same things when I tried getting in from episode one. Mm-hmm. Um so like nobody sent me tweets of like oh you're just a hater or whatever yeah. no maybe dude that'll be funny but um <laughs> but uh yeah i like i said i jumped into later on especially because when i did jump into episode one it wasn't really the start of anything they've been playing that game at home like oh okay for like I, a I, long time because um it has been a while and from the basis of the show it was like 
they jump in in medias res. So. Yeah, yeah, that's very much the same thing in the actual. They were, I, from what I understand, they were playing this game like this as their weekly game. And uh, I think Matt had the idea, hey, well, if we stream this game, and they're like, oh, well, if we do that, I don't want to start over, or, like start a new game or anything. And he's like, no, it's fine. We can do it. So they just sort of picked up right where they left off at their home game. So that for me, I was like, okay, so I don't need to start at the beginning when there's all the like technical difficulties and learning how everything rolls and everything. And yeah, I I very much get the same sense of what you're talking about, like um, early. Yeah, uh, just a certain awkwardness. Yeah, but uh, I, I jumped into, I think it was like, 20 something like 24 i want to say and that seems to have like that everybody knows what they're doing now yeah. and, and like that sort of thing has gone away um, i don't think if uh what's it grog's voice bothers you that doesn't change yeah i, I was gonna think. say i don't, I don't so know that's that not, changes. that's not gonna help, um, um, help really. so the other thing that i find real funny with the show in particular is how much they have to what kind of file the serial numbers off the D&D aspects of it like the, oh, obviously yeah. so proud that it is a D&D game it's obviously built on D&D I mean even in the fight scenes you can feel the turn economy of the different yeah. characters like I get it it's very much D&D but for legal reasons it's not I think they could have um got like they could have got the permission they probably could have really easy. I don't especially think they because did. they got like there's a uh, D&D product they're putting out, campaign setting, yeah. that is Matt Murdock's world. Matt uh, Matt Murdock. Not, not Daredevil. <laughs> not Daredevil. <laughs> it is New York City and Marvel Universe. <laughs> Matt it is Hell's Kitchen, where <laughs> yeah, Matt it, Murdock is the best DM. <laughs> He's so descriptive with everything except uh, the visuals. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, I think because he wanted it to be his world and not forgotten realms or whatever they, they didn't had want to. yeah they kind of had to so they take their own elements yeah like, i mean it's, um, it's nothing super like like game not game breaky but like immersion breaky or anything like that really yeah like it's stuff like uh the spells are instead of big b's hand it's, Stan it's scanlin's hand. hand yeah or, or vecna like, the huge D villain is the whispered one in this Mm-hmm. or like uh even the like the monsters are slightly different like raids yeah are kind of like not D rates uh or, um i wonder what they're gonna do because tiamat is in a strange place copyright wise in that her name and the idea of a multi-headed dragon is very much public domain because mm-hmm. that's the mythology D&D but is, the D D yeah. multiple colored headed dragon it's, I do it's believe like trademark Cinderella by for Disney Cinderella right. and like An Cinderella, Cinderella the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I am. I am. I mean, they've already showed a, a picture of Tiamat in the show. Mm-hmm. It's in the carpet in like the second or third, first episode. Um, so like, they definitely might just do it. But I, I am. I, I'm interested. I guess. I'm. I'm yeah. And, wonder what they're gonna do there. And um, they might not even touch on that kind of stuff, too, because um, I know for Matt Mercer's world, his whole thing is there was like a big God War. And I think yeah. like heaps of those are just his own. Heaps of those are just his own, like, um, like, God, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah his own pantheon. 
and shit. Um, and I, I don't know how big something like Tiamat is in the critical is cosmology. Campaign. Yeah. And even if it is, they have, they, there's so much that they just can't do when the medium you had before was four hour episodes at a, like 200. Yeah. like 200 now, a pop. And now, now you're doing 12 episodes of 20 minutes. Like, the whole season it takes place in like one episode of the podcast, right. basically. So like, there's gonna be so much of it. They're gonna out. have to, yeah. That's one thing. Which is what I'm um, actually, yeah. No, I don't know um, if you're gonna get to this, but one thing I actually really appreciate, a that the show is condensed. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and... that's that's the main theme. That was like the main selling point of the mm, show for at me. At least for me, yeah. Yeah, because I always did want to get into Critical Role because people have talked about how good it is and right. how, yeah, of what a pillar of D&D content it was and everything. Uh, but it, like I said before, it was always too much. So when I heard um, a show is coming out that it's like condensed version and you get a lot of the story and the characters and everything. Especially it being done by the <laughs> same guys who did uh, Invincible. Uh, that was a huge selling point for me. Mm-hmm. Because, like I like I loved Invincible. That was such a great show. Oh, yeah. And, and, no, I think we decided because we started the podcast or something. We decided by the time we were like, let's do it. People didn't care, even though. We've done way more. Maybe we'll do it soon, but yeah, maybe, next maybe week when you'll, season you'll, two you'll comes out. No, yeah, next week we should is do, we should wait for season two. Yeah, next, next week is Batman. That week next week is Robert Pattinson's Batman. I'm Robert very excited. I'm I'm pretty excited for uh that one. Let's not like, let Batman. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had a hard time. Batman. Yeah, I, I've had a hard time uh not because especially because I know we talked before doing another batman episode like episode two one which i think it's two two. i think it's two episode two of the podcast i'm like oh man we should talk about batman before the movie um but but no we're talking about vox machina that fucking name for one i can never remember it and then i hate come from i think that's just part of their home game it's like ex machina but yeah vox is vox uh, i do believe means what is it of the uh vox popula populace or whatever is of the people in latin so vox machina would be of the machine i guess yeah okay um but i, I don't know it always confuses me because like two of the characters of the show are vex vax, vex, and, vex and then they're vox it's so and i always forget their name like <laughs> when i'm like yeah the critical role team or whatever <laughs> um but uh yeah i the we, we were talking about the animation of the show um that shit is so fucking good uh, like uh that was one of invincible's uh like standouts yeah yeah, yeah yeah they, they have and, really good and it's still there really slick but yeah. like like you could tell it's not necessarily the most expensive animation out there like even in vox mm-hmm. Market, you can tell there are moments where the animation's a little wiggy in that it's clearly they had to do some like back behind the scenes stuff to make it work but it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't take away from the show in any way it actually oh yeah fun. and then like in the action moments and everything it's really the magic in this show looks fucking sweet ass one of Very my favorite fun thing i like to do well the, every anytime somebody try to figure out what spell yeah, figure is. out the spell yeah. 
I, I do that too. But uh, one of my favorite moments was um, when I had, I was watching the show and I had the thought, oh, that looked cool was uh, Keyleth when they're fighting the undead and she does like a big ice spell. She like grabs around the tip of her staff, yanks it back and you see like this, her hand is glowing blue and everything. And she's got this cold frost coming out. She throws it forward. I was like, oh, this show looks so fucking yeah. sweet. Um, yeah, I guess we should get into the, the characters, the party. Yeah, it's a strange yeah. composition of a party. It's it's weird how many half elves there are. Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> assumedly at least one of these. I assumed Caliph was just an elf, but no, they're all like, yeah, like no, those three all... are half elves. Then there's two yeah. gnomes. Then there's uh the half. There's okay. I, I maybe somebody can explain this to me, or maybe I'll find out later. But I feel really bad. Because in the podcast, there's another guy there that's just not in the show. Yeah, you there's, told me about yeah, this. There's, there's the a dragon dragonborn guy. Yeah, there's a guy who plays, I forgot Tiberius? his name. I don't know. Yeah, Tiberius. But I mean, the, the guy's actor, in, the yeah. actual actor. But um, yeah, he's... He, where oh, I started. <laughs> oh well, spoil, yeah spoil. we are going to It'll spoil the, the shit top. out of this. It'll be in the I, we haven't spoiled anything. I don't yet, yeah, I don't know if we really have yet. Yeah. So don't but, don't fucking yeah, jump down our throat. But yeah, there will be spoilers. I just had the thought because I'm about to spoil like the last episode or whatever. Yeah, um, but um uh yeah, this guy you I started the show like the first couple of episodes. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and he was just around apparently and he's like a fan favorite too. Like everybody loves him. Yeah, and then um, I, I'm like, oh, maybe he just, like, wasn't around for long. Like, he left the show pretty early on, so they're like, it's just easier if we don't. But then I jumped to the Briarwood arc, and he's, and he's there. still there. I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? That's it's, so did, weird. Was there, like, some, like, drama or whatever? <laughs> that's did he, what like, I, room somebody? I was going to say, that's and what then, I first assumed, um, but apparently not. Assumedly, they're going to, because they already have a huge cast yeah main characters so maybe they wanted to streamline that and then spoiler for the last episode um there's a very dragon heavy arc coming up mm -hmm. so they may connect him to that in that he's dragon born and a sorcerer so he can be like a, a go between for the very dragon specific things about to happen yeah uh, maybe maybe that's the case um uh, look maybe there's already a stated reason why he's not in the show or whatever <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised if they didn't. Wizards cut. of the Coast uh, um, threatened to sue us if we had a sorcerer. Yeah, they couldn't use they couldn't use sorcerers or dragonborns. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I I'm surprised because um, I remember when this show was first coming out. Like I think it was like 2017. Um, I I didn't watch it or anything, but I uh, like being into D and D and all that stuff. Like I heard about it. And I remember a lot of people hated uh, Marisha Ray's character, Keyleth. Oh, yeah, uh, like, I have I have heard a ton of, at least stuff yeah. on Twitter, of people being like, everybody was hated Keyleth, blah, 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 justice for Keyleth, all that. And I, I, Yeah, I, I, I remember that that was like the character everybody was like, oh, no, that's garbage. So if if one if that sorcerer dude uh tiberius or whatever was, was beloved a favorite, and she was yeah. like hated i'm surprised that he was the one that got chopped <laughs> unless there's external reasons i don't maybe know he's about. just the maybe he's just a more famous voice actor than, i mean 
that would that would be strange. They couldn't pay him? him. Yeah, but they couldn't afford him. Uh, yeah. Well, no, they got fucking. Oh, oh, what's her name? I know her name. Um, Ashley. Ashley, right? Um, the girl who does Gwen Tennyson's voice in Alien Force, and uh, she does um. Uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Last of Us. What's the <laughs> girl's name? Ellie's voice in Last of Us. Oh. Yeah, she's Pike. Um, oh, okay. She's, she's the one I who at least I Pike's voice. Yeah, she's the I one like, who, who at least that? I think. Uh, uh, well, got... Maybe I'm just the most familiar with, but I think it's the most famous, especially well, no, because like David Tennant, he's probably more famous than her. Yeah, but Doctor I mean, who? Yeah, but I mean in the main cast. oh of the original yeah yeah because um that was one of the big things that i found out when going back and starting to watch the show is i guess that was like there was a reason pike left the group in this yeah i heard that and then i saw the, yeah. that she, when she would i guess be astro projecting she was on like zoom or whatever yeah Not she zoom, would she probably, would zoom yeah. because she had stuff like uh last of us to, to go to through do, yeah. or I don't think Ben 10 was going at the no. time. Oh, I think um, Omniverse might have been. No. 2016 started the reboot. No. Um, but uh, uh, she was in a TV show, I think, too. Uh, so she was busy a lot of the right. time. And so I guess like for the Briarwood arc, Pike just wasn't there for a good bit of it. So, so yeah, they were, in the show, they, and they, then you don't have the dragon ball guy, but you have the person who wasn't there. I guess you do want like the most famous out of yeah. the group to be there. I do think it's very funny. Um, I said this when I was watching it with my girlfriend. I was like, "Oh, cool, cool! They're gonna fight tons of undead without their like paladin or maybe cleric." Oh, like the yeah. thing they're designed for mm-hmm. it's like yeah they're not there so now is when i'm gonna throw all the undead at you yeah no I, I, I like paladin, that she like yeah paladin. she's a paladin okay yeah and i like that that helps he, I, that is one of my favorite things about this show is um i i was real worried because this tends to happen when you do D and other media is like oh um right in your face super blatant look how D this is mm-hmm. but this i didn't get that they were pretty subtle with this look how D. yeah like uh one of my favorite themes was when they were trying to get into a door and they couldn't get through a fucking door yeah. like what the fuck is up with this door and i'm like that's so fucking that's like D to the t <laughs> or um it is one of the funny things i see heaps of things on twitter like oh why didn't insert character in vox machina just do this it's like, well, look, man, I don't know how to tell you that like 20 years ago, a voice actor sitting at a table rolled a dice wrong and it didn't happen. That's, <laughs> that's just how it happened, my yeah, man. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I love all that shit. Like, um, it, like it, they'll have, you'll see like the NPC interactions just happening around them that feel pretty bad. Or one of my favorite things was uh, in the second episode when they're fighting the dragon and the barbarian Grog was like, yeah, I would like, like to rage with battle cry. It was like the only cry. time uh, like Grog wasn't annoying to me when he was like, I would like to rage. It's like, yeah, I've heard barbarian yeah, say that. Because that's the thing that people say to their DMs outside. Like, hey, yeah, uh, I want to yeah, rage. Yeah, I'd like rage to rage, now. but I like it. it. That's a battle cry. They're like, I would like to rage. He doesn't rage much, I, I noticed. Even yeah, he only did fight. it the once. Yeah, like even when he's one... fighting, 
I can't forget his first name. Silas? Silas? Yeah. Yeah, Vampire Boy. Vampire Boy. Um, he was uh, fighting him and he didn't rage. And I was like, shit, you think you'd want to rage right now? Yeah, that was that was one thing um about him, which I don't know if that's like a carryover from his character, because in the game he would be a frontline fighter, being right. a barbarian and everything, that he was taken out of fights pretty quickly. But like he was taken out of so many fights yeah. like, right off the bat in these. And I was like, oh, I, that's the guy who's going to, like, I love a good shoot someone with arrows or whatever, or like cool, do a cool little magic beam. But I want to watch like fist fights and sword fights yeah. and shit. And that's the guy who's oh, going to do it. What a monk be? Yeah, that, I was thinking that. I was thinking of other shit in uh, uh, D&D classes, like as other D&D shows and stuff you could do in this kind yeah. of style i was and, like, very all of um confused at first because um i was not aware that they began playing pathfinder right yeah they i i think that's why one percy of is a gunslinger, gunslinger. uh because oh. they started their home campaign as pathfinder which is what we play so like oh, that's yeah. good yeah uh, that's cool little plug for our at-home hobbies oh. um and yeah, Pathfinder has Gunslinger, but then they moved to 5e and that doesn't. So Matt Mercer had to. I, yeah, I, I do a believe class. they made a archetype for fighter because I was looking this up. Uh, archetype mm-hmm. for fighter called Way of like the Gunsmith or whatever. Basically, mm-hmm. they just took Gunslinger from the Pathfinder, Pathfinder stuff and, and put it, it in. Like, I think he still has grit. He still has mm-hmm. all of it. The only difference is instead of wisdom or charisma, his is based on intelligence. I think that's the only mm. difference. Um, there's the other one, the the class Matt Mercer made, right? The Blood Hunter, which is basically uh, Witchers, I believe. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not familiar. Um, I'm I I had assumed that that had come from Critical Role in some fashion. Somebody played a Blood Hunter, but I, as far as I can tell, that's not the case. At least as of yet that i know it might it might not be in Still campaign ages, yeah one because in campaign two and three they have whole new characters yeah what is it the mighty nine and, and everything yeah um uh <laughs> i forgot what i was saying <laughs> yeah um but yeah that, that might just come later on so let's talk about the show itself so yeah were there any like If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Standout characters, characters you actually really like? Because I know at the beginning, I didn't like any of them. They all felt kind of annoying, but as it goes on, they get better. Yeah, I actually really liked Grog, especially with... Um, his friendship with I do yeah Pike. I like his friendship with Pike that's fun um uh them I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Keyleth from the beginning yeah um, I like Keyleth she's cool uh um I wasn't a fan of Scanlan uh, is real annoying yeah I wasn't a fan of Scanlan because his whole character is just the horny bard yeah and like I get that's D&D and I get that's the character he played and everything but like to see that in a show, I wasn't. Yeah. It was fine. Um, him and um, which one's the girl one? Vex. Vex. No, Vex. Vex. Vex I think girl? Vex is the boy. Vex is the girl. Yeah, Vex. Is yeah, the boy. Uh, her. I. I. I just didn't enjoy much at all. And Percy and Vex were just kind of there for me. Yeah, I like um the bear which we do not oh, get enough trinket? trinket rule yeah trinket's pretty fucking uh, it was very funny to be like oh cool and like the last two campaigns are like big adventures they went on she left her animal companion at yeah home. it seems like it's more of just a pet than an animal companion uh for that right but uh, like she's a ranger that's like a huge part of what she's able mm-hmm. to do yeah no that's fair uh i do know at least i do think i saw a clip um when the show was airing uh where it was a scene where uh they see their hanged bodies on the tree and i think the bear is one of the bodies in the (laughs) dmg game i I think they like hung a bear up i'm like oh man sad day get to see that I might be wrong about that, but I think that's the case. Um, I, 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 I hope so. I don't know. It feels weird to say that I hope a bear got hung, but also an imaginary <laughs> bear. Yeah, no, it's an imaginary bear from a pre- play pretend game. Um, uh, I am very surprised in the Briarwood arc that 
the other big strong blue guy didn't fight grog at yeah, all yeah i was waiting for that like i was like that's gonna be a sweet fight because and it's it two big blue happen. guys who yeah, are strong. i want to watch thing. that's what i want to watch is a punch on that's why i liked invincible so much because there was so they many punch, punch on shots. all the time yeah uh, but there is just no fucking punch on on that i was so disappointed um, I, I was like, yeah, I was waiting for that pick on somebody. You know, yeah, I was assumedly you'd think, but no, no, he he dies by Scanlan and regular people's hands. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of people stand around and kick him to death. I think. No, they stab him. I'm pretty sure, but <laughs> just kicking him to death is funny. <laughs> um, so. How does this show rank up compared to other D&D media? And by that, I mean the old cartoon uh, with Dungeon Master and uh, Tommy. Is that better or worse show? <laughs> um, I haven't seen... I've seen scant episodes of it, so I'm gonna say better. Damn. Um, just as a representation of uh, D&D and action and character and plot, and Dungeon um, Masters. And, oh no, Dungeon Master isn't better. That's the one. That's the one thing the old show has over that Dungeon Master Wizard guy is will forever be better than the King Dungeon Master. Everybody likes to jizz over Matt Mercer. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of talk about the what is it, the Matt Mercer effect for a little while there, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, DMs are always compared to him, and it's not fair, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Which look, yeah, I mean, he's a professional voice actor. And, not, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, his. and uh, like he knows how to tell a story. Yeah, which look, if you're a DM, maybe you should get good at. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I, I don't think everybody should uh, try to replicate the same dude, especially if you look at like the other big show DMs. Some of them are so. My favorite DM is uh, Griffin McElroy from Adventure Zone. That first, Ooh, they're also getting an animated show, right? They have a graphic novel. Yeah, right now, I know they have an animated trailer for. Yeah, for yeah, game. they have like an animated trailer. And I, but I don't I thought I heard something about them getting their own animated show, but I don't know about that. But I would love that. That's right up. That's my another ass. show because I've that never was, been able to get into. That was one of my big thing. Oh, I love the Adventure Zone. It's like maybe my like prime this is what D&D is media out there. I don't know um, what they plan to do. I don't know how they plan to expand from there. Cause like, I know they fight the Chroma council or whatever. No, no, the, the Chroma conclave, that's it. Um, which is like four dragons of varying colors mm-hmm. and stuff. And it, it sounds like a boss rush. Um, and I don't know how a boss rush works. Like, cause I, I can understand that in like a game. I can understand that, but I'm not sure how it's gonna work in a show. Yeah, I mean, it might not be a boss rush. Like straight up, it might be like, oh, we these are the problems we gotta go and deal with for this dragon, and then fight this dragon, and then yeah. this dragon's doing this. They, or they open maybe with they the blue split dragon. up. Uh, yeah, they might split the party. 
yeah, and, uh, split up and everybody fights. That's never a good idea. They do, okay, this is a little D and D rant. Don't that whole thing of don't split the party. That's bullshit. Don't listen to that. Splitting the party is fine. Sometimes it might lead to yeah, some depending troubles. Depending on circumstances. If, if a DM's like, oh, this was for like a whole party, but don't be like, oh, splitting the party is a bad idea. So let's never do it because it could lead to some pretty sweet like moments and games where like you're doing one thing and your friends are doing another thing and you're helping each other out and shit and you you're just eliminating yourself hard if you're like we don't split the party because we don't yeah because as a rule it's a bad yeah no if it seems like a good idea at the time and you think that's going to be the most useful to you and your adventure do that look sometimes divide and conquer is a thing sometimes Sometimes they're strength well, no, you, Yeah, you say you're saying the other way around. No, no, they can divide and then conquer. Yeah, no, but divide and conquer. Yeah, I'm aware. Splitting the other person's party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not enough goblins. That that's my big takeaway from Box Machina. Not enough goblins. Oh yeah. I my big thing was when I was watching the show, and maybe now that I understand what it is, um, and I, I'll go back and it'll, it'll bother me less. But um, it all being the one like arc kind of bummed me out. Cause when I, so the, there was the first two episodes which was a totally separate thing. It was like a, its own little D and D adventure. And then like uh, there was the next, uh, there, it came out in sets of three. So the third one after that set up like the Briar Ward stuff. And then after like, three or four episodes uh because i assumed there was like arc then arc then arc like each small little right. arc because they gotta get through the campaign i didn't know it was oh this was just but then set they, up and they then stopped it's one real, whole yeah arc. they did the briarwood arc kind of at its in the totality mm-hmm. and so watching the show heaps of the time i was like oh man i hope this is the last vampire episode i hope this is the last vampire <laughs> episode and then it was the last vampire episode and it ended and then I was like, is this just mid-season? And I guess that's just season one that's or whatever. Season one, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, uh, that kind of bums me out. But maybe now that I understand that's what it is, and if I go back and watch it, that's less of a bother. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I, ho- I was hoping for more vampire, I guess, uh, in a strange juxtaposition. Um, I don't know. He was a vampire, but he kind of was just a strong dude. It would have oh, been cool if yeah. he, I mean, he had the dominate person or whatever, but like mm-hmm. he didn't become smoke or a bat. Yeah, I'm not saying or cross like, running water. Vampire guy specifically. I'm saying, no, I like, know, I know you dealing with the vampires like as a whole. But, I, I uh, but yeah, the vampire guy vampire. was pretty was pretty sweet. I am glad that at least he fought the barbarian like one-on-one and i got like a at least one sword fight punch on throughout <laughs> the show um but uh yeah he he would have been cool to see more of if they if he kept because i know that's an issue a lot of people face in D when they run um curse of strahd is like i don't want Strahd to show up and like there's like a fight and everything and I have to make him run away or I have to like get some stuff or else they right. kill him or he'll kill, kill them or whatever and if you keep doing that uh, multiple times it makes the threat way 
less threatening. Right. So they maybe that's that what thing. they yeah yeah maybe that's what they wanted to. They avoid. do do that at the end of the the first couple episodes where he yeah I think a lot of their antagonists is antagoni antag enemies. Antigones. That, that's, enemies. That, that's a different. A lot, a lot of the things they fight were pretty cool and like interesting yeah. to why I didn't need that. Like I the liked, race um, were really cool. What I, was I it? Thought those uh, were... uh, Daphne from Scooby Doo as a warlock. That was fun. Oh yeah, um, it, she was pretty cool. But uh, I'm talking about like the stuff that was. Yeah, up yeah, the that. monsters and whatnot. Um, yeah, the race were really cool. Those um, wolves they fought. Those like those the weird, thing, yeah, wolves, not Ben. Grimm, those weird like thing. Frankenstein, John not Car- Michael Carpenter's, not Michael Chiklis is the thing. Although it should be. Yeah, those I were think gross. So. Uh, yeah, oh, but weird. that was I. I liked was nice, how gross yeah. they were. It was. Were they just displacer beasts? Because they had a lot of the abilities of displacer. No, beasts. I don't think so. I think they—that's probably what they were in the campaign. Okay, but, but in this, they were just zombies. Yeah, they just monsters. can't do a lot of the stuff uh, that are in D and D like that, like the D and D version. Yeah, they're they're probably not going to end up fighting a beholder anytime soon. Oh, but maybe just, like a maybe wielder. just an eye guy. Oh. Hi, I'm, I'm I'm Jonathan I. Because behold, there's are one of the few like not mythological like oh no D and D just <laughs> owns is, that is, monster. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that I think that just about covers the legend of Vox Machina. I think. Yeah, look, it does. I, I I like the show. It was fun. It was a good um, show. It, it Out of ten, what do you show. what do you say? Uh, probably like a six or seven. I was thinking seven. So, like, I, I would give Invincible an eight or nine, yeah. and I don't think this was as good as Invincible. No. No. Um, what's the other show that just came out recently that had, like, the same... Uh, they never that. used Vicious Mockery in the show, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I um, Yeah, it's not the best show. It's not the worst show. It's a good show. I it's think. a good show. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a um, fine show. If you like if you like a Dungeons and Dragons, you're probably gonna like this show. If you like it, Critical Role, you probably love this show. Yeah, there is so many stuff in. Oh, that's what I was saying about fucking Adventure Zone ages ago and forgot. Uh, there's so many stuff in Critical Role uh, in Vox Machina that I was like, I know if I was a Critical Role fan, this, this would, would be mean, killing me right yeah, now. This yeah, would, this would. A little would detective so, in my head would be yeah, like, this, I recognize the this thing. Would, get me so fucking excited and that's what i was saying if there is <laughs> if there's a, an adventure, adventure that would be you one, yeah i would be really excited about oh they brought that shit in oh they brought that shit in. <laughs> but i hope if they do do it in the adventure zone show which this is a separate topic now i'm back on baby um it's because that, that show is one long campaign also broken up in arcs but it's pretty obvious where the arcs are because mm-hmm. like each one has its own like name and everything and its own let's get this like the whole campaign is centered around like i think it's like seven or 12 or something mcguffins and it's like this time we're getting this item mm-hmm. but uh yeah so i hope each show each season or at least each half a season is like the one arc and it's not let's just do the whole thing in one season of a show we've got one two-hour movie 
So we're because, putting all of the adventure zone in. Yeah, no, don't do that. Because like I they'll probably if they do that, then they'll have to go to the other seasons of adventure zone or the other campaigns. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll do I, I it, half like of it'll be amnesty or whatever. Yeah, I I I I tried to get into all of them. The only one I was real into was uh Clint McElroy, their dad uh in the show ran like a three episode superhero game which was really good i think i heard that one i think that's um, that one i actually heard yeah that that one i was real into um but yeah look uh I, i'm happy for all you um critters out there critter critters out there to get that experience and that uh, i hope get to that, experience, that experience D. <laughs> I hope I, I get that experience one day now that Adam has dropped the news of maybe this is a thing. <laughs> that uh, I exist. hope I've gotten your hopes up so much that it just never dash them? Yeah, yeah well, I hope. Because I don't know if it ever will. I just think it's a thing I maybe heard once. Look, if, if how well this, this popular, show yeah. is, I, I'm pretty sure people will be like, okay, what's what are the other, other D&D podcasts one? we can turn and, into TV? And it's probably going to be, like, if it's the other one, Adventure Zone will get one because they yeah. already got, like, the graphic novel and everything. Um, uh, Dropout Vin might Vin be their Diesel own. Will. Uh, Dropout, who does? Vin who Diesel the, is going to take, because he already made one of his D&D characters into a movie, The Last Witch Hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's now going to maybe make him into uh, six seasons and another movie with The Witch Hunter, the animated series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, a dropout might be like, hey, let's put some yeah, more Brandon money into this. And... Yeah, who is probably he my will. second. He's also DM. gonna be uh, on Critical Role. He's gonna be in a one shot or something run by Matt Mercer. He's gonna be a character. Oh fuck yeah! I have my watch. I yeah. think Matt Mercer was on a one shot of uh, Dimension Twenty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that tracks. That tracks. I like when these uh, D&D podcast boys do crossover. One of my favorites is uh, Dimension 20 and McElroy. Yes. Uh, Tiny, Tiny Heist. Heist. That rule. It's such a great idea. And, like, it's I, so I fun. I want to do a game that's like that I, so I bad. would love to do a Tiny a game. A game in a similar setting sounds, that sounds so good. Real I know we talked about um, doing a Hollow Knight game, which sounds like it yeah. would be something similar to that. Um but yeah, I, I, I like a, actual play stuff. If you, yeah. if you haven't listened to any and you're hearing us now talk about them, check them out. Yeah. Dimension 20 on YouTube and Dropout. There's um, Critical Role Adventure on YouTube Zone and on, on a podcast. Geek and Sundry. Yeah, look up, look up McElroy. There's um, D&D is for Nerds. Is that's, a, that's a favorite of mine. Uh, yeah, they're doing uh, Adam Carnivale. Yeah, um, they're great. Uh, yeah, you, they're great. We Jackson had, was a yeah. We had Jackson on the show. He's he constantly Jackson, on that. Jackson Bailey. He's like one of the main players on that show. Uh, check them out. They they rule. Almost all of them rule. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure almost any um actual play podcast has like some reason it's all right mm-hmm. for the people look, who like it. Yeah, it's look, hard to be sucky. They're they're big money. We should get in on that. Yeah, everybody let's, here. Let's get into that racket. Listening, now it's clamoring for what Everybody, it actually yeah. sounds really fun it does fun i, I yeah, mean we like, already play rpgs it would be fun to just do yeah that. we we have podcast equipment we have a podcast we could do that sort we of we have some we just need of friends. audience yeah we just need friends who will be on it 
Yeah, exactly. Which we have potentially. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes we have. Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah you've heard enough of us. <laughs> that's all we got for this week. I'm ooh, pooped out. Tune in next week for Batman. I'm excited about Batman. I'm, I'm really so excited, excited for, Batman. for Batman. I know. Uh, so talking about this, um, we shouldn't. We wrapped up. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Talking about D and D and stuff. If we recorded this uh, like days ago, like maybe three days ago, I would have been far more excited because I've been in a real fantasy RPG mood with uh yeah. pathfinder and stuff like that we've been playing but like within the last two days i've all of a sudden been, batman fucking rules <laughs> and i know once i watch the movie next week i'll be like why do i care about anything other than batman <laughs> like why nothing we will other, almost no, definitely no agree up our um <laughs> batman DC adjacent rpgs DC yeah Pro, I, we almost I definitely i've been yeah. thinking about it like lately <laughs> like right, even um, before this but uh yeah look, if, you, if you have any opinions of anything we've said in the past or the future if you want to yell at me for my opinions on grog's voice yeah if you want to tell adam he's wrong about critical role because i think i 100% said I'm a big crit head and I agree with everything you personally believe. Crit head Don't like yell crit at head. me. <laughs> 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 fucking little schoolyard bully. Oh, you call yourself a crit head? Yeah. You sound like shithead. I don't uh, even know if they call themselves. No, I'm pretty sure they call themselves critters. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> You can do that at our email at theatomicemail at gmail.com. What's our podcast fan heavy air crowds fan base? For the in crowd, dude. Well, now that's the, the, <laughs> that's targeting at our one and only podcast. Well, right yeah, now. that kind of makes sense. Well, we got if we open up more podcasts like we're talking about, well, they would be split like, in between fans of we, me and fans of you. Oh, you would yeah, have the like, androids. I would have the atoms. The, the uh, no, the atomics, the atomic bombs, the and nuclei, I, I got, and I got the android manias. If you're an android mania, <laughs> if you're an android mania, you could have just stuck with androids. I think that works. Yeah, whatever. Uh, if if you want to do that, the easiest way to, to do that, I guess, is go to our Instagram. If you want to join the Atomic Android Enjoy Assembly the line, oh yeah, that's better, I guess. <laughs> uh, you can do that uh, on Instagram at Atomic Android Twenty Twenty, uh, which um, you have most of the control of for all you Android yeah, um, maniacs. Um, yeah, you Adam's really Twitter. thrown me off here because he t- t- swindled my Instagram plug. <laughs> you could go at, uh, at Twitter at uh, the Atomic Android. Nope, nope, you don't. Atomic Androids. At, at Atomic, Atomic Androids. Android. I, uh, I control works. most of that, so that's the best way for all you positrons to get at me. <laughs> Yeah, we can see why uh, one of them has a few more followers. A few more? The only people who follow our Twitter are me and you. (laughs) Yeah, look, we guys beg you every episode to go do that shit. And, like, 
six people have followed our Instagram. It's not our fault we put no effort into our social no, media. No, it is our fault. <laughs> look, if you think you, if you think we should put more effort into our social then media, look at it. If you gotta be, it, I would. Yeah, you gotta be around. Well, we just got like a, a, a handful of followers on Instagram. Hey, and I'm like. Yeah, call call ask your friends. Uh, yeah, I just had thought maybe I should use this more to <laughs> give them a reason. Why do we ask every time? Look I'm, at it. If I, I at least uh, most, if not every week, uh, on our Twitter, I will put, "Hey, there's a new episode out," and maybe I'll write a little blurb. Yeah, I I used to do that as stories on Instagram, but then I found out not many people look at those and. I feel like a post every week would be annoying, but look, tell us what you want. Get us at those things we told us. Yeah, I'll do a poll or whatever. You want to see our beautiful faces? I think chance. Oh, if you have a podcast or whatever that you want us to talk to, it it would help if we had a following on those things because we get plenty. Like we get decent sized listeners like nothing to sneeze at but like we got no social media yeah. followers so when i and, reach and out like to when other, we like yeah podcasters reach whatever, out to I'm guests like, hey. and they look at our and shit like, and like oh, oh these guys nobody these guys nobody follows you these guys Twitter. don't have shit nobody likes you guys so show, that us, show us some love show show them that you like us by going to our social media and and at least pretending to follow make a fake account to follow if you yeah don't make, us, make like you don't want seven fake accounts with you that's a good way to do it <laughs> make seven fake accounts follow us screenshot each one of those and then send those to one of our uh to our DMs. email and or uh, be like, email, Sick, yeah. dude, that's cool we'll call you out specifically we'll not call you out we're not gonna be like hey this asshole made seven fake accounts well we'll this shout guy. you out yeah, we'll okay. be like, no, this cool this guy oh leave us a review on whatever you're listening to this beautiful podcast on because apparently that's huge a, podcast, hey hey so. hey when you're reviewing this podcast don't review this episode no this, this episode's like dog shit review one of our good <laughs> ones. review one of the good ones like um, like uh mario <laughs> i wrote a blurb for that one i put way too much effort into that blurb find that on our twitter find the mario no, that that mario episode's dog shit <laughs> thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye goodbye <laughs> did we even mention our email yeah, it was like the first thing I mentioned. I don't think we mentioned. The I email. definitely said the atomic email at gmail.com. And okay, I my hands well, now, like well now we mentioned it. Well, now this will be the end card. No, uh, we need a new <laughs> end card. This is the end of the episode. Goodbye. Bye again, I guess. I definitely mentioned it earlier. I definitely. I don't I will, think you. Did. I will send you the the audio. I definitely. Did. I think you jumped straight into the Instagram did. and no, it threw I me definitely off. Definitely did. Okay, that's the end. That's card. the end card. <laughs> There's three sets of laughter in this end card. Yeah, look. <laughs> they gotta find out which one isn't us. No, they're all me. All three of them. I recorded three different laugh tracks. All right, fuck this. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.